0: Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVPC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. This is episode nine of The Pulse. Last week, I shared with you a little bit about Serve Sunday and gave a run through of most of our service projects. It really has been exciting to see people sign up for projects, including the World Vision Global 6K for Water, which both raises awareness around the importance of providing clean water, but it also does in fact provide clean water to people as a result of the registration fee. At this point, Team MVPC has raised $5,760, which will provide clean water for 115 people, and so that is really exciting. It's also fun to note that at the time of recording this, we are the 12th ranked team in terms of money raised, and this is out of over 800 teams, so that too is very exciting, something that we should be uh, really excited, excited about and celebrating. Now, if you're not signed up to be a part of this great event on May 6th and would like to, or if you've still yet to sign up for a Serve Sunday project, let me encourage you to visit mvpc.net for details on these great service opportunities. Well, in addition to wanting to give you a bit of an update on where we're at with the Global 6K and Serve Sunday, today I wanted to talk about rhythm. And I'm not talking about playing the drums or being able to sing and clap at the same time. I'm talking about life rhythms, about spiritual rhythms. A few years ago, I got invited to be a part of a cohort of leaders from around the country as a part of a program called Rhythm in 20. And the purpose of this cohort was to dive in and explore what it means to live life with rhythm, healthy rhythms. The type of rhythms that help you grow spiritually, the type of rhythms that help you lead well in your families and places of work, and at the end of the day, the types of rhythms that help you to live intentionally and at a pace that will allow you to finish well. The reality is, this is a great struggle. There are many demands on our time, so many expectations, so many places to be, and we can find ourselves getting swept away into the rapids where we are simply hanging on for dear life rather than really experiencing and living life as God intended. As a result of my time with Rhythm in 20, this cohort that I was a part of, I've kind of developed this rhythm alarm that starts to go off in my head when I become overly busy. And I have to be honest, it has been going off quite a bit lately. Uh, This is because I, like many of you, have a lot of things going on in life. Sometimes the busyness is personal, sometimes it's professional, sometimes it's a combination of the two. And while we can muscle through the business for a period of time, it is important to recognize that such a frantic pace is truly unsustainable and will not allow us to finish well. In my own life, there are certain red flags that I begin to notice when I find myself out of rhythm. Things such as as not being home very often in the evenings to be with family, but rather at meetings and, and other obligations. My time with the Lord is compromised. I'm not in the Word as regularly as I need to be. I'm not praying the way that I need to be. I also recognize that I don't have downtime to process the day's events. I recognize that I'm not necessarily eating well or exercising. And this is kind of a silly one, but it is fairly accurate for me. My desk and my car get extremely messy when I just feel overwhelmed and overworked and tired and drained and out of rhythm. Now, these are some of the red flags for me, and I recognize that they might be different for you, but the reality is there are red flags that start to show themselves, and when I see these in my life, I recognize that I need to begin working towards greater balance and rhythm. Now, there are a lot of ways to begin reinstilling healthy rhythms, and these will vary depending on who you are and in what ways or areas you need to develop healthy rhythms, but I want to share a few ideas with you that I know are helpful for me and for others. The first thing is this, make sure you are making time for God. Now, this probably sounds like a does statement, but if we're honest with ourselves, our quiet times of prayer and study often get impacted when our lives get out of rhythm. So I want to encourage all of us to reprioritize around these times and make sure they are present in our lives. The second thing is to identify the big rocks in your life. And what I mean by that is this, I want you to imagine a bucket that you want to fill with rocks and sand. If you fill the bucket first with sand, then there just really isn't going to be any room for the rocks. However, if you put the rocks in first, making them the priority, there will still be a lot of room to pour the sand in around them. And this really is the same principle that applies to our scheduling. We need to identify what the big rocks are, the primary things that we need to attend to. Once we figure that out, then we can plug in some of the smaller values or other priorities around them. The third thing is saying no, and this really kind of goes hand in hand with the previous idea. The idea of saying no is often hard for us. It's hard for myself and I know it's hard for others, but the reality is we just can't do everything. Just because something is good, just because something seems like it's a good idea, doesn't mean it's the right thing for us to be doing at that particular time. Fourth, we need to schedule time to get away. We need to find time for solitude. When I was in my cohort, this was one of the primary challenges for us as cohort members to schedule regular times to get away from our normal routine. Mark Batterson is a pastor in Washington, D.C., and an author, and he has this really great quote that has resonated with me for several years. He says, A change of pace plus a change of place equals a change of perspective. And isn't that so true? When we get away from our normal routine, when we can think about new things and new ideas, when we're able to slow down, our perspective oftentimes shifts Sometimes this is really what we need. We need to get away and spend time in prayer and reflection, time in the Word, time simply to be open and attentive to what God might be saying to us. Finally, and this is a difficult one for many of us, we need to get some accountability. This is a significant aspect of discipleship, and we need to find people who can hold us accountable to making the changes we need to make in our lives so that we can be the spouses, the parents, the employees, the leaders. And the disciples of christ that we have been called to be the reality is developing healthy spiritual rhythms takes a lot of effort (laughs) it really does and we have to recognize that on a micro level some seasons will be busier than others that is kind of the nature of life but we need to step back and on a macro level look at how our lives are structured and the rhythms that we are finding in our lives Because we need to make sure that the overall health of our lives is really healthy, that that we are um, intentional about creating rhythms that will allow us to finish the race well. Now, I know this can be a challenge. I know that there are so many things competing for our time, and yet God wants us to live in such a way that we are enjoying all that he has provided to us, that we are enjoying the life that he has given us. And part of that means making sure that we are connecting with him and connecting with the other people in our lives that matter to us. And so as you go about your day, as you go about your weeks, I want to encourage you to watch out for those red flags, those warning signs for being out of rhythm. And when you start to recognize those, I encourage you to press in and try some of these these ideas because I really believe that they will help you as you seek to develop healthy spiritual and life rhythms. I know they've worked for me in many areas, and I'm in a season where I need to press back into some of these, and I encourage you to do the same. Well, I hope your week is going well. I want to thank you again for listening to The Pulse and I want to encourage you to listen to us again next week. Have a great day.